the Numinous Podcast with Carmen Spaniola. Hi there, and welcome to the Numinous Podcast, where we have interesting conversations with everyday folks about the mystery of life. This podcast is a compliment to the Numinous School, an online intuition development course for people who want their self-awareness to serve a greater good. I'm your host, Carmen Spaniola, and this week my guest is the lovely, the talented Jenna Della Grottalia. I love that name. Jenna is the artist of many oracle decks and one in particular that is one of my absolute favorites and I think one of the best for developing your intuition, The Enchanted Map by Colette Baron reed I connected with Jenna over Skype. She was at her studio in Santa Clarita, California. So Jenna, I have admired your work for so long the work that you've done with Oracle Dex, in particular, uh, the two with Colette Baron reed the one that I use so often and I recommend to people is the Enchanted Map. And I love your work because of the detail and the nuance and the subtlety that you bring to the imagery. And it makes me curious about your relationship to the spirit world and the unseen realms. From from your art, it seems like you know them well. Can you tell me a little bit about your own spiritual life and practice and why you like to do oracle card decks? Um, see, I, I like to do them. It, everything comes to me when I'm most quiet, when I'm laying down, when I'm peaceful. Um, and that's when everything sort of comes to me. Um, I'm Buddhist um, because I believe in the philosophy that all things are living are great. Um, I don't eat meat because I, I believe that that theory as well. I believe that, you know, um, we may get one go around that we're conscious of, but, you know, in the next go around, we'll be conscious again. So um, I, I like to, to put that kind of a feel like that, that kind of a magical ethereal feel to animals. If, I don't know if you are familiar with any of my animal work where they're they're sort of communing with each other or um, dancing among the people because mm-hmm. I feel that um, we all have souls. Um, so I like to I like to put that through in my work that you know to give the soul a chance in, in, in this day and age is is there's so few people that do that. There is uh, so many people that are pushed by technology or, or, or motivated by greed or whatever it is. And, and I just think that, you know, mankind has a great potential, but um, human nature most of the time blocks that. So mm-hmm. if they could just get back to basics and be human and as, as opposed to, to being driven by, by the material things, because your soul is what you take with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to sort of portray that. Even if I do portraits, it sort of has a mystical and ethereal feel to it so that you see that the, it's about the soul of, of the person mm-hmm. um, or the magic that we bring to the table, the, the everyday magic. So do your images uh, come to you fully formed when you're quiet and peaceful or do they sort of get drip fed to you in little details? Oh, yeah. 
they come to me fully formed. How I execute them doesn't necessarily mean that that's, that's going to be the end result. I, I find that a lot of times I go in with one idea and then I come out with a totally different. And when that happens, I just kind of let it go. I let, I let it happen because that's where it's supposed to be, you mm. know. Um, I feel like if I, if I toil and I, and I try to pull something together and I force it, it feels contrite. It's not, it doesn't have that same quality to me. Mm-hmm. And so then what role does intuition play in your own work? Like, do you, do you ever call in a muse or do you, um, you know, like when you're actually doing the work, do you put on certain music? Do you have any rituals? I actually, I do. Um, I do have rituals. Um, I find, especially when working on a project, like uh, the cards that I'm working on now, sometimes um, because they are um, conformed, they, they are of a list. And, and Colette, God love her, she's, she, we have such amazing synergy. But because it's such, you know, I have to do it this way or it has to, you know what I'm saying? It needs to be a finished product that's portraying this. Mm-hmm. Um I have a friend who is also an artist and her name is Tracy Sheeran and um, she is my creative muse. When I am stuck or blocked or feel um, kind of mechanical or robotic, I call on her and we do this thing which is called dueling, which we're in the middle of right now, which is we each take, uh, so we'll start with something and it will go to me and I have to put an element of this into my work. And then I'll, I'll hand it off to her and then she'll take an element of my work and put it into her work. So, and we go back and forth on, and she is my most creative muse in that way where she can get me going again, you know, when, when I'm blocked. So, um, I do that, um, which now I am 16 cards into the deck. So it was called for also, um, depending on the image is the music that I'll listen to if it's a, peaceful image, then I'll listen to uh, maybe some uh, Enigma or some Native American music. Um, If it's kind of a chaotic piece, then I will listen to um, Infected Mushroom or the Glitch Mob. So you'll see like on my Spotify, on my page, it's I go from one extreme to another. I have seen that. And I've also seen the dueling on your Facebook page, which, uh, on Facebook, people can find you under Autumn's Goddess. Is that right? Um, the Art of Autumn's Goddess, yes. Right, The Art of. And so I've seen this duel happening recently, and I was really intrigued. So now I get what you're doing. I think that's really cool that you are in sort of a creative collaboration to get unstuck and unblocked mm-hmm. and, and to unleash creativity. So do you feel like you were just born an artist? I know you're self-taught in terms of the craft, but in terms of being an artist that needs to create, were you always like this even as a child or did you become this uh, over time? Oh my gosh, yes. um, Always, always uh, super creative, uh, whether it was telling stories or um, drawing or painting pictures, whatever it was, I was always super creative, dramatic, over the top, dynamic little child. You know, you you either took me or you left me, but um, I was, yeah, super, I think, always an artist born this way. Um, And uh, I, I never had enough faith in myself to kind of pursue it. And then some people pursued me when I was just kind of toiling around and 
and putzing arounds and Photoshop and, and uh, so it's great. And, and like, like, you know, I say every day that I am blessed because there are so many of us out there who do this. And I, I feel totally blessed that I'm recognized for what I do and I, I get to do what I love to do. Mm. Well, and uh, I, I mean, I just can't say it enough. You're so good at it, especially, um, I, you know, I, I know you and I have talked before about how, uh, how many chefs there are in the kitchen, you might say, when it comes to bringing an Oracle deck, you know, from from a writer and an artist and through a publishing house and just like bringing it to market takes a lot of people and a lot of um, different voices working on that. And sometimes that can probably get really muddy. But the Enchanted Map deck is such a great tool for communicating with the subconscious because your imagery is so detailed. It, it leaves lots to the user to interpret. So I'm, I want to ask you a bit more about when you're creating an, an Oracle deck, how much of the imagery is informed by your own spiritual experience? And then how much is the author? Like would Colette say to you, okay, this card is going to be about truth and I want you to have a sword in it. Or, you know, are you able to um, generate that first? Well, with Colette, um, like I said, I have this great synergy and she's amazing. I actually, what, what I do sometimes and um, say for instance, um, I'll go to her with an image that I feel belongs in this deck. Mm. And, um, you know, I'll explain to her the symbolism behind everything and she'll love it. And she will create a card for this image, mm. um, which we have done already in, in this new deck. She's like, oh, yes, I get it now. Um, you know, so she has so many cards she has to do. And I have to say, out of all the people that I've done decks with and, and have worked with, the one thing about Colette is she will take a mock deck and she'll read them and she'll reread them until she feels that it actually, the, the intuition that she is offering and, and the insight of the cards uh, come into fruition and it works, mm -hmm. you know, everything jives and it meshes. And so she's amazing at that. And she really gives me a lot of creative freedom. Sometimes, you know, um, I'll see things one way and she'll see things another way. And other times we live in each other's mind, you know, where I say to her, you know, I think sometimes I'm just going to like a Pez dispenser flip open my head and just shake out the contents. And, and, you know, you've seen it all because you're right there with me. <laughs> um, so I get to put a lot of myself into her cards, specifically into her cards. I, I've done other decks where, um, going into it i've explained my process my process where you know um this is my process and and you know if you tell me one element that must be into this card i will i will provide it you know and and it will it will sing um and and what happens is that um you get a babysitter over your shoulder i want this no i want this mm. so while the cards might be pretty to me, they're not heartfelt. And when I look at them, it's not my art. It's just art. Um, mm. So I think having that relationship that I do have with Colette makes a huge difference in our cards. Um, it sounds like a really soulful match. I, and, it, you know, and it comes through. There's something very special about that deck. Do you use decks yourself in your own intuitive practice? I do. Um, I also use runes. Um mm. 
I don't read for other people anymore, but um, sometimes when I'm feeling whatever, I will sit down and I, and some days I'll just pick a card, you know, okay, so what's, what's going on today um, or what's going to happen this week or, um, and I will pick a card and it will be from the map. Absolutely. Mm. It, does, it comes from the map. Yeah. Yeah. So who, when you're creating the art, do you imagine who's going to be using it? Like, do you have a user in your mind or is it more sort of about the cards wanting to be what they want to be? Um, I think I know who, who uses them. And I think if, if I'm correct in my, in my assumption of who's using them, then, um, they'll get the art, they'll get the cards, they'll get, they'll get the whole package, you know, um, and I, it, you know, it's nice to me. It's it's really nice that the art is appreciated. Um, but it's a, to me, it's a package deal. It's like you know, you need to be an intuitive, or you need to have something where you listen to your inner self. A lot of people uh, tend to second guess their gut feeling or their intuition. So hopefully, if I'm right, um, the people that are using, they just get it all. They get it, mm. you know. Um, so. Have you always listened to your intuition? Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, No. Um, I second guess myself quite a bit. And and it's so funny because I always tell my children, you know, if if you have a certain pang and it's telling you don't do this or do this, then, you know, follow that. And I'm the worst one on that. I so bad. I can follow your own advice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, so last question. Mm-hmm. This this comes from the Proust questionnaire. Uh, what do you consider perfect happiness? Perfect happiness to me is um, a good balance in life. Uh, perfect happiness to me is um, having love and joy and laughter and peace in your life. Um, not letting the little things bother you because... There's so many little things that are thrown at us, but if you just take time to appreciate your love and, and, and your life and the people who are your support system and who are always there for you and um, find tranquility in this, then, then you have perfect happiness, absolutely. Mm, that's well said. Well, I have definitely incorporated the enchanted map into my support system and I've taken so much joy and gotten so much affirmation from working with your art I want to thank you deeply sincerely for putting it out into the world I cannot wait for the next deck to come out thanks for being on the show Jenna absolutely and thank you for having me here and thank you for supporting the art thank you I feel so lucky that Jenna agreed to be on the show. From looking at her art, it's so beautiful and whimsical, you'd think that she'd be really outrageous, but in fact, she's the quintessential artist in public. She's actually very shy and a bit retiring, so I really want to thank Jenna again for coming on. And if you want more detail about the oracle cards she's created with Colette baron reed or others... um, Or if you want the link to her Facebook page so you can see the dueling muses with her uh, work with Tracy Sheeran, or any of the other things she talked about, the music, the runes, you can go to my website, carmenspaniola.com, C-A-R-M-E-N-S-P-A-G-N-O-L-A. And when you click the link for podcast, you'll find all the notes for today's show. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, I'd really appreciate it if you'd share it far and wide because you never know who needs to hear it right now. If you'd like to keep exploring the great mystery of life with me, you can go to my website, carmenspaniola.com, and click the link for the Numinous School, my online intuition development course. While you're there, sign up for my monthly email newsletter, and you'll instantly receive a meditation download, and you'll get something free from me every month. Until next time, take care.